podcast with no name, episode one. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Hi, guys. Uh, let's start talking because we're finally committing to this. We've been talking about it for months. We've only known each other for five <laughs> months, which is ridiculous. But we want to provide information for the masses about how you can have more control over your thoughts, your anxiety response, your response to everything, and how to get more energy and more reserve for the things that are holding you back in your life. Um, we're doing this podcast because I am a chiropractor and I uh, am a nervous system expert. And Lorelai, what do you do? <laughs> Um, I would say, hmm, let's see, I am a meditation teacher, mm-hmm. a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with Julia at her office. I am an expander, so I help people expand their possibilities. Um, that's what Julia does as well. That's not really an official title. But it's fine. It's fine. There isn't a title yet for that. (laughs) Uh, We are emissaries of light, which is maybe a weird thing to say. But um, what that means is we help you shed light on the situations in your life, in your body, um, in your thoughts that are causing you to not be able to move forward and not be able to heal. So it's just kind of like overall... um, we try to keep things positive and light because that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's not to not talk about negative things or to not have negative emotions. We actually want to teach you how to feel your feelings. Yes. All of them. Yes. And what to do with them when they come up. Yes. So the topic of our first podcast and video is what your nervous system actually does in your body. And this will be part of many episodes, but this first one, we need to set the groundwork. So um, one of the things I do in my office is I do nervous system scans. And the components are uh, heart rate variability, um, a thermal reading of the communication between your brain and your body and how well you're doing that, and a surface EMG, which um, takes a reading of the activity of the muscles and puts that into a formula to kind of decipher how much energy you're using to keep your nervous system rolling if it's in dysfunction. So what kind of reserves do you have left for your energy? And we can recognize patterns in those scans that represent trauma that represent emotional behaviors, um, organal distress. Um, The nervous system is a map of your body. And so when there are certain areas that are lit up, um, the the nervous system is readable. We didn't, I mean, this thing has been around for 25 years, but it's not mainstream because um, probably because of insurance and things like that. But 
when we actually see how the nervous system is trying to communicate and the dysfunction that it then has, because literally everybody is in fight or flight. There are not very many people that aren't. And fight or flight is really what we measure with HRV. Um, We measure communication between the brain and the body with the thermal, which really translates into how well is the body communicating information to the brain and how well is then the nervous system communicating information to the body. Um, And with the surface EMG, you could be robbing tons of energy from your muscles, organs, and glands to run a nervous system that's in dysfunction because it doesn't have anything left to do. And that stress response, the fight or flight response, like governs that. So if you're stuck in fight or flight, your nervous system is going to try to rob energy from anywhere it can get it. Um, So even addictive behaviors will give a stress response that your body is addicted to and so on and so forth. There are all kinds of external factors that play into that. And really what we want to educate people on is there are tons of ways to negate that. Chiropractic is one of them, but we um, love like vagus nerve stimulation. Like that's something we're going to be shortly here teaching a workshop on how to get your body to work better for you. And there are all kinds of hacks that are out there that... Um, we are just really passionate about people taking control of their anxiety response and their, their nervous system response so that they can live a better life. Um, the foundational groundwork though, is that you need to understand how your nervous system works. So toxins, thoughts, and traumas can all cause that nervous system response. So if you are unable to recognize that your body wants you to feel feelings, And that's where um, Lorelai is really gifted in that kind of knowledge because when you um, take those techniques and insert them into your daily life, you have better control over your energy levels. You have better control over your anxiety response. So, yeah. yeah. Love it. So, in light of that... Um, when the nervous system response is that way and you don't have access to a chiropractor, what can people do? Breathe. Yes. Number one thing, breathe. We breathe naturally, um, but you can access your breath as a tool to help you get into the parasympathetic um, nervous system mode. So... Lengthening the exhale. Just take a deep breath in and then exhale and release it all out. You can close your eyes, you can leave them open, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be something super fancy where you light candles and sit and breathe. You can literally just breathe. Mm-hmm. Putting your hands on your body is um, just a calming response. It's a way that you nurture yourself. Something that we are, we do have innately in us and we are taught as little children is how to nourish and nurture ourselves, but we forget um, because of different things that come up as we grow up. So that's kind of, I guess, my number one thing. I always say come back to the breath and interrupt your thoughts is another one. 
Um, so just notice the thoughts that are coming through and be curious, ask questions. If this thought is coming up, is it yours or someone else's? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you just heard somebody talk about something and then all of a sudden it activated a response in you because it reminded you of something. So it's really about getting to know yourself and your body. And I think that's what's so cool about the insight scan, doing the nervous system scan is when you hear someone say, listen to your body, it's kind of like, well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. We can, the body talks through that tool um, and in other ways, it sends you signals. And that's part of what we can help you identify is what is coming up? What is your body trying to tell you through different emotions as they relate to pain or other symptoms that are presenting in your physical body? Um, so it's a tangible way. It's something that you can actually see and maybe not in your own mind, like decipher, but that's why we have a nervous system expert. <laughs> so back to the breathing, physiologically what happens is when you take a deep breath in, you shunt cerebrospinal fluid up around your brain and then back down again. So when you're in a stress mode, your cerebrospinal fluid can be turbulent. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm looking for Carla, the uh, uh, massage therapist. Does she need in this building? No. Uh, maybe upstairs. Upstairs. There's yes. Two, could be. 214 was her um, suite number, she said. Okay. Is it Commerce Valley or Gulf Road? It's, it's supposed to be Commerce Valley. Okay. That's upstairs. So this okay. building is really weird. Half of it is on Gulf Road. Yeah, half of it's on Gulf Road, and the upstairs is on Commerce Valley. So if you just go around the building, you'll get you'll get right into the parking lot. Yeah, it's right there, and it's she's with another massage therapist. Is there two of them in one suite? I don't know. Okay, okay, I'm pretty sure that's her name, and I I know she's upstairs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Where are we? This is still going, but we can cut it. Yeah, you can cut it. And that one. So this, I wonder how you, let's just start and just we'll just, yeah, patch it together. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. I have an appointment at 11. Oh, okay. Okay, we're back. We're back. What were we even talking about? Breathing. Breathing. So we help oh, you. Yeah. Took some time to breathe. Boring science stuff. While like, we yeah. were waiting. So <laughs> While you were waiting for us. So cerebrospinal fluid can be turbulent when you're in points of anxiety or um, rage or a whole bunch of other things that are negative, what we would consider negative feelings. So you can shunt cerebrospinal fluid up around your brain and that physiological response is what creates the relaxation and the parasympathetic. It also causes the vagus nerve to be stimulated, the good parts of it. So then your body will respond by slowing down that stress response and give you more of a rest and digest rather than fight or flight uh, response. So, and of course, obviously that's what we want. Um, so all in all, breathing is innate to us, but when we're in points of stress, it becomes something that 
stimulates part of the stress response as well. So again, breathing is so, so important um, in getting you in the space where you can actually pause and think about what you're doing, feel the feelings that you're trying to feel. And your body, because it's so innately wise, will keep reminding you. So that's in closing to talk about like what happens. Um, physical ailments such as pain, um, stress responses like diarrhea and vomiting and all those things that we can sometimes associate with being nervous. Um, those are physiological responses to stress. So your body will keep reminding you to feel your feelings about those thoughts that you might be having. Like, you know, if you're thinking about, let's say money, something people worry about all the time. Um, if you are like, you, you couldn't pay your bills and then you got some money and you could pay your bills, but you're afraid that you're not going to be able to pay your bills again. That is a classic example of what it's like to have your body go into this like stress response again and again because you're causing this not real reality to keep happening when, why would you think that? You were able to do it once, why couldn't you do it again? So those stress responses will then happen again and your body will remind you, it's okay, you can, you'll get through this. but feeling those feelings and being like, okay, what's real? What's real about this? And then pausing, slowing down, breathing, and then taking a moment to regather and think about what's actually going to happen, not the perceived panic attack that's happening in the moment. So in closing, we just want to send some love to you as we... Uh, we're going to continue this conversation because we're obviously not done. We just <laughs> talked about breathing for like 15 minutes. So we're going to talk about some really amazing stuff going forward. <laughs> but just setting that groundwork, understanding how your nervous system works in that sympathetic state. Um, anything else to add? I don't think so. Stay tuned for more. Bye. We did it! We did it. Woo. It wasn't that great. but That's okay. I like it.